What's good, y'all? It's your homie, Big T. And I'm Shay Renee. And you are listening to the only podcast in the 419 that brings you the latest in music, news, and fashion. And the only podcast where we bring you those heavy hitters. And the only podcast that keeps your ears to the streets. Why you grinding the 419? Happy Friday, y'all. It feels so good to be Friday. TGIF Friday. I have been waiting for Friday. Yes, I was Since off last today, Friday. So. <laughs> oh, you was off today? Yes. Must be nice. But this is also a very special Friday because y'all know it's the end of the month. And here on Mud Talk, we do what's called Fuck Your Feelings Friday. And we're going to say that for the end of the show, Fuck Your Feelings Friday is when we take, you know, some calls and some inboxes and some messages from people who just got a lot to get off their chest and they just say, fuck your feelings. And they just, you know, they, they say what they got to say. All right. All right. Well, we do have a very special guest in the building today. We told y'all last week that he was going to come through and he's here today. We are here with realtor and entrepreneur, Mr. Rob Pasker. It's officially in the building. What's good, Rob? Hey, hold on, hold on. What it do? Get your mic together. Get your mic together. We got to get your mic together. What's goody? There we go. Look, we just making stuff. We making stuff work around here, you know. But we got so much on the show. We're going to get to Rob in a minute. But of course, like we always do, we got to get you plugged into the news. Uh, first things first is Taylor Automotive gives away free car as part of a new campaign. Hold on now. I like it. I actually tuned in today to their live. Did you? Yeah, they have a lot of great things going on. Let me, I should have Congratulations to today's winner. All right, that's what's up. Um, So a total of 10 cars are expected to be given away over the course of the year. Um, Taylor Automotive in Perrysburg gave away a free car on Friday. It was all a part of the dealership's Free Car Fridays campaign, which kicked off live on Facebook today at 12.30 p.m. The winner of this week's random drawing was Jamie Payne, who took home a 2015 Hyundai Sonata at no car. Um, Taylor Hyundai said, we know there's a lot of people out there struggling. Um, you know, it's been a tough couple years. So we said, what if we did something fun, something different? Um, you know, we went on social media and really opened it up to all sorts of people. So we really didn't know what to expect, but it blew us away the first month. And we think it's just going to get bigger and bigger as we go on throughout the year. So shout out to those um, over there at Taylor Automotive helping out people because it's definitely been a struggle, you know, recovering from COVID and the pandemic and everything. And now gas is four dollars and ten cents man just make sure y'all follow the proper steps to enter you don't want to be left out yeah. it could be you next it could be you next all right um up next uh tapped into the news is share bikes and scooters return to downtown um share bikes and scooters are back officially in downtown toledo uh the city's program returned march 11th after a winter hiatus this year's fleets includes uh 550 halo pedal bikes uh cosmo seated scooters and astro standing scooters uh riding hours were extended this year with a curfew from 2 to 5 a.m um they said the program restarted march 11th and it's been great to see the scooters and bikes around town again uh said mayor wade um the program has been widely successful providing a healthy affordable climate friendly form of transportation to get around the city we launched our first bike share program in march 2018 and four years later i believe we can confidently say that toledo is a leader in the program so if you have not taken advantage of that service please do i saw a lot of people on facebook uh during covid and everything they were really trying to get out the house and were using a bike and the scooters and I think that's just a dope addition that we have to, to downtown Toledo just don't drink and do it uh, yeah don't <laughs> drink and do it let's be safe people <laughs> I've seen the scars and the stories and let's just say yeah. let's be safe people yeah and then you'll end up at St. V's and that's definitely not where you want to be no. alright alright and last thing 
Uh, that get us tapped into the news. Um, so there has been a big discussion about whether daylight saving time should be a permanent thing or if they should just do away with it. Um, the Senate unanimously passed a move to permanent daylight savings time last week, um, but the House appears to be taking this time to review the plan. They are in no hurry to pass permanent change to daylight saving time a week after the Senate unanimously approved the measure, according to a report in The Hill. Uh, passage within the twice yearly practice of moving the clocks one hour is called the Sunshine Protection Act, uh, which calls for daylight saving time to be permanent starting in November 2023. It must still pass the House and get President Joe Biden's signature. Uh, Representative Vern Buchanan from Florida is reportedly pushing for a companion House bill to pass soon, citing comments of openness by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. But other leaders are pumping the brakes, citing the need for more consideration. Uh, one of the biggest things that they are talking about is that um, they are concerned a permanent move to daylight saving time would mean some winter mornings that will be dark until nearly 9 a.m. However, says she is supportive of ending the clock change, but one of the biggest things they're worried about is being that it's going to be dark so late into the morning that they're worried about the kids who are going to be standing at the bus stop and walking to school. So, that is definitely a, a huge concern. Um, we definitely don't need our babies standing at the bus stop and walking to school, you know, in the dark, because that's just not cool, but this daylight saving time stuff be having my body all messed up, my mind be messed oh, yeah. up. Yeah, I don't know. So, we'll see what happens. All right, so that was the news that we have for you guys. Make sure you tap into the news. We want to say thank you uh, to our partners over there at WTOL who gives us all our nice information that we need to keep you tap in. All right, so last week we had a very special guest in the building. We had Mr. Nightheart in the building. We told you guys that we were going to show you two of his videos. Last week we showed you one of his videos called Trust the Process, and today we are showing you his brand new video called Phone Ring. Make sure you go on to Facebook, tap in to him. Um, his name is called The Nightheart. Look him up on IG as well and make sure you tap into his music on Apple Music, Spotify, and everywhere that music is available, right? So we're going to go ahead and throw it to the video, his Nightheart with his brand new video, Phone Ring. Money on my mind down to the DNA Running on my guap, I can't take it to the grave When I was down bad, I ain't had a way to stay So now when I call, I just let the phone ring Money on my mind down to the DNA Running on my guap, I can't take it to the grave When I was down bad, I ain't had a way to stay So now when I call, I just let the phone ring
text me, my shit on do not disturb I'm in the booth, I'm in the studio, I'm working Yo, 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 what's good? We back here on Mud Talk, and that was Nightheart's new video, Phone Ring. That was fire. That, yeah, was, high. that, was, that, that, that was high. And um, I've seen Nightheart come a long way. Um, I told y'all last week, I actually was his teacher in seventh and eighth grade. So to see him doing dope things, he's 20 years old right now and like taking on the world. So to see that, like that was like a a whole like circle of life. And um, I remember when he very first started doing music and recording, you know, he was recording from the iPhone, the iPhone 4S, you know what I'm saying? Making videos <laughs> and whatnot. So to see him do everything professionally, I am so, so proud of him. So shout out to Nightheart, man, that's what's up. And speaking of youth, we got some youth programs that we want to shout out, right? Sure do. So first off, I want to shout out, I got the shirt on today. Shout out to Fame Studios, Miss Shawanda Johnson. She was our guest a couple weeks ago. Um, if you don't know, Fame Studios is offering free dance classes for the entire dance season. So that means you don't have to pay nothing. Zero. Free 99. So if you love some free stuff, make sure you tap into Miss Shawanda Johnson over at Fame Studios. Check them out at 2610 West Central Avenue. And they have dance classes starting at two years old all the way up until uh, grown people. And yeah, I just had the privilege to perform a couple weeks ago at our recital, man. Had to come out of retirement. These these knees don't, they was <laughs> snap, cracking, and popping, you know, like a Rice Krispie. But we made it do what it do. But I did take a couple of ibuprofens afterwards, though, all right? Uh, all right, you got any youth programs you want to shout out today? My kids dance team in Justice. Yes, yes, yes. They're doing big things right now. They so. are. They got any upcoming competition or anything? We had a competition last week where they won first place overall and second all place right. stand battle. So Can we get a DJ Clue bomb for that real quick? DJ Clue. <laughs> there we go. That there is we not go. Not my name. You can tell him. Just tell him that's not my name. <laughs> I'm not gonna answer to that. We're not gonna answer to that. All right. So yes, if you have any youth programs out there, make sure you let us know. We'll shout them out live on air. But yes, we told you guys that we are highlighting and celebrating youth programs all month long for the month of March and April. So if you got a youth program, make sure you tap in and we'll get you together. All right, so as I told you before, we have a very special guest in the building. We have realtor and entrepreneur, Mr. Rob Pasker. What's good? Hey, how you living? What's good? I'm feeling good. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, feeling great. That's what's I, up. I appreciate y'all for bringing me on to share this platform with Absolutely. you. We appreciate you for coming. Oh, yes. It's an honor. It's we've, been an honor. Trying, we've been trying to get you for a minute, though. Yes. I ain't that hard to find. I mean, I, when we had to, you know, set an appointment through the app, I was like, hold on. Oh, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's one of the things, you know, I've gotten to that point where if it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. I know. Hey, right. I feel it. And we just talked about people wasting time, right? Exactly. That's uh -huh. what's up. Now, before we get into anything, tell us about you. Okay, yeah. Rob Pasker, uh, broker, owner, Pasker Real Estate. I'm a HUD certified housing counselor. I'm a real estate broker. Uh, ultimately... I help people achieve their goals, primarily when it comes to wealth building through real estate. Okay. Um, I serve as a director at large for the National Association of Real Estate Brokers, which mm -hmm. is um, founded in 1947 by 12 black brokers with the mission of creating democracy in housing. So it is the network of black real estate professionals nationally. Um, I serve as a third vice president of the state of Ohio and the president of Toledo. And so, yeah, we're just an association of black real estate professionals that are educating our community, advocating for our community, and also elevating our businesses through our service. Um, and I love Toledo. Absolutely. And I love, I love the culture. I love the art, you know. And um, people know, know, I mean, a lot of people do know. I'm an artist. Yeah. 
I just said I'm not going to be a starving artist. Okay. And so then, you know, that's really what really pushed me to build business. Um, and it's I'm just blessed to see the growth and be able uh, to make impacts on people's lives and see that. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Now, how did you get into the real estate business? So, I mean, to be honest, I learned about real estate maybe a minute ago. Back to 2006 was the first time that I met a black realtor. Uh, I met Dion Davis. So shout out to Dion Davis, OG okay. in the game. And he just, it was at UT at a, we used to have rap sessions. Mm. So for African-American programming, they had every Wednesday it'd be some type of different programming. So this day was career day. At that point, I was in school for business, and I sat at the business table. So there was a black realtor and a black real estate investor, and they just talking about real estate, mm. real estate, real estate. My mom got me hip to some like wholesaling properties at that point, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until 2012, 2013. You know, I had my entertainment production company, Heartland Hip Hop. I had my green tea company, Go Matcha Go. Okay. Um, and with Go Matcha Go, primarily, I Heartland Hip Hop. Is a platform that I created for Midwest talent. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I need to make money in order to put myself on. Right. So that's when I acquired Go Mancha Go. I was bringing in 20 kilos of green tea powder from South Korea, breaking it down into 30 and 80 gram bags, and booming it through seven different sales channels. This sounds like an episode of Snowfall. Come on, <laughs> You're talking about breaking it down and chopping it up. It ain't nothing. It's logistics. <laughs> it's mathematics. Right. But it was, it was, we were booming coffee shops, independent distributors. We set up shop at festivals. Okay. Um, corner stores. Was, was selling it but it got to the point where I'm doing everything right. know, I'm doing my own sourcing I'm doing my own um, I'm doing my own branding mm-hmm. you know I did my own branding my own labels I did my own logistics as far as um, taking it to the post office dropping it off my own sales everything my own website wow. and I just for me I know my strengths in business are in marketing right marketing and education when technically edu- marketing is education mm-hmm. if you're doing it right um, so I wanted to create a system that I could just focus on the marketing and the quality control mm-hmm. of the product. And so in doing so, and that we call that a supply chain. Right. So it was, I wanted it to go straight from the plantation to the packaging plant to the warehouse to the end client with a click of a button. And um, in order for me to build something like that, I needed capital mm-hmm. for my business. Now, was all this happening while you were still at UT? Actually, no, I left I left UT in 2008, moved okay. to Columbus. Okay. So I moved to Columbus, and I didn't move back here until until 2014. Oh, wow, okay. So, yeah, and so what, what ended up happening is I went to, what's the best way to raise capital for a business? You know, wasn't no PPP in 2012, 2013. <laughs> nah, wasn't nobody giving me no loans, right. so I had to get it out the mud, literally. Absolutely. So um, wholesaling real estate, you know, and it's a, a lot of people out here that wholesale, they're successful with it. Um, but basically wholesalers, they look for people who need to get rid of properties or people who need to get from underneath a property mm-hmm. and they'll get them under contract at a certain price and then find somebody else at another to find somebody else to sell it or buy it for a higher price okay. and keep what's in the middle, right. which, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of ethically questionable, but to each their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so in doing that, I didn't care. I just wanted to make the bread at that point. Right. My homeboy was third generation in his grandmother's real estate brokerage. So his grandmother's a black woman, got her real estate license in 1963. Mm. OG with it, you know, because the Fair Housing Act didn't go into effect until 1968. Okay. So she's been slanging property since before. Before that, yeah. You know, um, I said I needed a realtor on my team and I went to him and he's like, Rob, you know, for all that you're trying to do, you're better off just getting your license. Because with a license, everybody potentially becomes a client versus just people that's in trouble. Right. You know? And I took heed to that. And so, I, yeah, I went through, actually worked with their family because they did a lot, a lot of business, property management. Um, I worked with them to market their properties, to put renters in and, you know, get their property sold. And mm-hmm. that's how I helped. That's how I stacked up some of the bread 
to pay for my classes. And um, in that time, you know, and that's probably from like October. And then I got licensed in April okay. of 2014. Um, in that time, I learned a lot, you know, from this family, from Mary Lane. Shout out to Mary Lane. Shout out to my boy Jules. Mm-hmm. Um, Jules, third generation. So, like, his first real estate deal, he he made, like, $80,000 on his first deal. Right. Being raised wow. in the game. And he, he can sell property, but he'd rather manage international music artists. Okay. You know, but one thing that he told me is that real estate makes dreams come true. Um, and he did not lie. So, whatever the case, I learned the game from them. And the the whole goal, I moved back to Toledo because I had my license. I mm-hmm. said, you know, I'm ready to I'm ready to solidify my foundation, and I chose to come back to Toledo to build my business and create my impact. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's what that's how I got into it. Okay. You know, um, and then eventually, they didn't follow through, but it's all good. You know, so I joined a a brokerage here. Shout mm-hmm. out to Key Realty. I did my broker obligation, so to become a to become an agent. It's one thing, but to become a broker is a totally different thing. Okay, so now that you said, what's the difference between a broker and an agent? Okay, so technically, think about it like this. As a broker, the state of Ohio gives authority to certain individuals to transact real estate on behalf of others. Mm -hmm. They give that authority to real estate brokers. Okay. Agents work on behalf of their brokers. Got it. You can't be an agent without having a broker. Okay. You know, so yeah, I became a broker. But the moral of the story is I realized that instead of me building a supply chain for tea, I could build a supply chain in real estate. Right. You know, and quintessentially, that's what I've done with my with my business, uh, Pasco Real Estate, mm-hmm. is I've created a situation where, and for one, I come from fine dining. I worked in fine dining for 10 years. Okay. Started at Rockwell's, moved down to Columbus, worked for High Park Prime Steakhouse. Um, and I wanted to create that experience where when somebody raises their hand, boom, you walk into the restaurant, hostess is going to find out what you're trying to do. You want to go sit down now? You want to go to the bar? Right. But, all right, you want to go sit down? Well, here, here's your server. Server's going to tell you, you know, this is what's going on. We're going to educate you about our menu, what makes it special. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out what your tastes are, and then we're going to, you know, um, recommend items that are going to reflect your taste and to help you have the best experience through the process. Um, and that's what we've created. Right. Where, you know, I'm a, I'm a HUD certified housing counselor. So for home buyers, at least home buyers, you raise your hand. All right, you come through. Where are you at? Where's your credit? Where's your income? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to buy now? Okay, you ready to buy now? Here, here's an agent. She's gonna get you together, um, get you out here. We're gonna help you negotiate once you find the house. We're gonna help you negotiate your offer to okay. make sure that you got the best terms to help you come to the table with the least amount of money down. Mm-hmm. We're gonna help you negotiate through your inspection period to make sure that the property is a condition that's satisfactory. Um, and if need be, we're gonna help negotiate through the appraisal and get you to the closing table. If you're not ready to go, okay, that's okay, because most people aren't. Right. You know, it takes time. I tell people, make this your last year of renting. It don't have to happen right now. It's cool. Let's talk about where you could be this point next year. Right, the future. Uh, that's it. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, I have a, as a HUD certified housing counselor, I have a home buyer education program. Okay. Um, it includes a one-on-one counseling session. Um, where we go through the credit, we go through their income, expenses, credit, and debt. And by the time we're done, I give them an itemized action plan, spelling out exactly what they need to do to put themselves in position to get a mortgage. And then I also let them know what down payment assistance they qualify for. And I give them a timeline. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it also includes a workshop. So, um, yeah. And then once they get done with the program, between the one-on-one and the workshop, Mm -hmm. they get the certificates from which they can use to get the down payment assistance that they qualify for. Okay. So families, we're seeing families successful. And it's important uh, primarily because a lot of people, they like, oh, I want to buy a house. 
they call a realtor or they get called from somebody on Zillow like, oh yeah, I saw you were looking, boom, boom, boom. Right. They go look at houses and they're not mortgage ready. So they apply for a mortgage, it hits the credit, they get discouraged. And, yeah. Nah, before you do all that, talk to a housing counselor. Right. And I know one of your biggest missions that you talk about is black home ownership, right? Absolutely. So um, what made that become a mission for you to know? You, you're always constantly talking about what made you say like, I want this to be my mission. My mission has always been black liberation. Okay. You know, when you look at who we are, you look at the impact that black people have had on this earth, we birth civilization. Black people are indigenous to the earth. Black people have civilizations on every continent. Continent. There's pyramids on every continent. Absolutely. You know, but when you look at socioeconomic history, the things that have been done to us, we have experienced atrocities that no other people in the world have. Facts. Um, but with that being said, you know, adversity precedes growth. It stimulates growth. And with that being said, we have gifts and we are able to, to con contribute in ways that nobody else can. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I've, I've just grew up, you know, and it just breaks my heart to see the condition that black people are in worldwide. Right. And even, you know, I've been to South Africa. I went to South Africa when I was 17 with Toledo Excel, spent a month there. And to see people in a whole other part of the world dealing with the same issues that we deal with because of racism and socioeconomics, um, you know, I've always been on the quest, like, what can we do to change this? What can we do to change this? What can we do to liberate ourselves from um, what we deal with? So ultimately, I've been through a, it's, it's a lot, you know, mm -hmm, it's a lot, right. it's a lot. But ultimately, at the peak, it's, it's cultural. But before we can focus on the cultural changes, we need to focus on the the economic changes. Mm -hmm. So we've had generations come before us that has liberated us legally. We have had generations come before us to fight for the, the, the liberation of us socially. Right. And so it's our time as millennials, as the, the largest population, the largest generation popula population wise, it's up to us to fight for that next step, which is that economic liberation. Absolutely. Um, and that's that's what I focus on, building black wealth, because through wealth, to me, wealth is liberation. Wealth is, st is stability. Mm -hmm. Wealth is security, number one. Two, you know, wealth is being able to uh, create opportunities. You know, if you're well, if you have wealth, you know, you can focus on your God-given passion. What are you here for? Right. You got gifts for a reason. You have passions for a reason. If you have that wealth, then you have the space to go ahead and act on that. Um, and then also to create a situation where your the people that come from you, your children, your family, mm -hmm. they don't have to go through those struggles. They don't have to have that fight. So if, if I come out the womb and I don't have to worry about socioeconomic problems, I'm Superman. Right. You right. Know? right. Generational curse. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Especially those financial So curses. with that being said, what advice do you have as far as building credit for our youth early on so they can look into being homeowners sooner rather than later? Ooh, that's tough. Okay. Because typically. <laughs> Coming with the fire. With the kids. You know, because what happened, most, most people, I mean, at least for me, you know, my first experience with credit was when I go to college. It's like the first week of college, you know, I'm hey, we out here. And then you got people that have tables set up like, hey, get this credit card or hey, we're going to the icebreaker. Let's go to Express. Oh, yeah. By the way, you should get the Express card, you know. And so that's a lot of people's first experience with credit. I mean, the big thing that they should do is just educate themselves, like understand why credit, why credit. You know, it's one thing to say, oh, I want to build credit. But why, though? You know, so what I, I see credit as a way to. Honestly, live your dreams. O OPP, other people's property, other people's money. Um, Facts. That's the big thing, education. So use credit as a tool. For one, use it as a tool to create to create wealth, to purchase assets. Um, 
what the wealthy do. If I got $100,000, I get a lot of people that call me, Rob, I got cash, I want to buy a house. How much you got? Mm. $50,000. All right, not bad. I might be able to find you something, but how about you How about you get yourself, get your credit in order. Right. Use somebody else's 50000 spend like 4% on the interest, and go invest the 50000 that you have, and go get about 10 to 15% interest for investing your money. So at that point, you're making money. By using somebody else's money, right? Versus sinking all your not to say sinking because purchasing a home, it's one of the best ways to build wealth. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if I can make money using somebody else's money, while I, I use my money to invest and, and create assets, mm-hmm. that's how you stay wealthy. That's how you build wealth, and that's how you maintain it. So education, understanding the why of credit, and then all right for all my for all my young cats out there you got some young people watching that's 18 they're ready to build the credit go to kickoff.com k-i-k-o-f-f.com you're going to find a line of credit no credit check um no fees no interest they're going to give you a 500 dollars line of credit you're okay. going to go to their e-store you're going to buy an e-book i bought a 20 dollars book on sleep i paid two dollars a month auto pay for my bank account wow i'm getting 10 months of payment history which is 35 percent of my credit score Mm -hmm. um my utilization ratio is at four percent so if you want to get the most points for using a revolving account a Mm -hmm. credit card you want to have your ratio below 10 percent so i'm getting i'm getting my points for the 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 credit utilization and then the older the account is the more points is worth i mean that's a free way to build credit just like that kickoff.com that's what's up all right now before we let you get up out of here real quick we do got some other things that we got to do but the first thing i want to ask you is being that we're in post-covid what are what are um some tips or advice you would give people who are looking to buy a home because everybody right now we know we see everything is going up gas prices rental properties everything what advice would you give people who are trying to buy a home post-covid Ooh, first and foremost preparation is the key to preparation is the key to anything absolutely Prepare yourself, first and foremost, education, you know, get into a home buyer education program because the more you know, they say, you know, knowledge is power, mm-hmm. but power is the ability is the ability to change. So if you're looking to change yourself, change your situation, mm. you need to educate yourself, right? So get, get the game and also, you know, work with a professional that knows what they're doing. Right. That's the big thing because it's, it's, it's tough out here. We are in a situation with our housing market that is unprecedented. We've never seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. We have literally the lowest amount of properties we've had for sale in 20 plus years. And I only say that because that's the farthest back I can go. We have more people looking at properties, more foot traffic than we've had in over 20 years. So economic principle says that when you have low supply and high demand, you're going to get faster transactions and you're going to get higher prices. Okay. Northwest Ohio is seeing the highest prices that I've seen. I've got, I got licensed in 2014. The median price of a home in Northwest Ohio at that point was $95,000. Okay. It's sitting at $165,000 right now. Wow. With the appreciation. So prices are up. Yeah. Interest rates are going up as interest rates go up. That means for every dollar you're paying more interest, which means you're paying less principal, which means that that's less house that you're purchasing per dollar. Right. Um, so if you can do it now, do it now because it's not going to get any better. Um, Work with a professional that knows what they're doing. You actually want a professional that has clout because I could tell you when they get an offer from Rob Pasker, they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, he just low-key <laughs> kind of name drop right there. <laughs> I'm saying, they, people like doing business with me in, in my team. You know, um, that counts in this game. Someone that knows how to negotiate. You know, I got a client down in Columbus. We're in Columbus. I got a client down in Columbus. You know, she 
want some down payment assistance, but the down payment assistance programs, a lot of them, they add extra time onto the closing. So mm. it's not it's not conducive when these sellers are getting 10 offers. Why am I going to choose the offer that's it's going to take me longer to close? Right. So, you know, we were able to negotiate the seller to give her 7500 on top of the price that they agreed upon. Mm, okay. You know, so you got to you got to you need somebody that's knowledgeable and you got to stay diligent. Mm -hmm. You have to be vigilant. And you got to be resilient and patient in this market because it's it's doable, but at the same time, it's not easy. Right. It's not easy for my sellers out there. If you're a seller right now, you can get the more most money that you can get out of a house in the last, as far as we know. So it's a good time to put a house on the market. That's for sure. All right. Now, if the people want to tap in with you and utilize your services, how can they get in contact with you? At me, at Rob Pasker. Rob Pasker, Google me. At Rob, just Rob Pasker, I'm out here. R O B P A S K E R. Facebook, Instagram, he, he TikTok, you got it. That, okay. You know, Wait, he, he said he out here. He out here. He out here. I'm out here. That's what's up. Now, yeah. before you go, we always like to do a little game with our guests. We have a okay. game called This or That that Miss Shay Renee is going to get you tapped okay. into. So let what what fire you got this week for for this or that? Because sometimes your this or that it be a little like. You know, I'll be scared to answer myself, you know? <laughs> Should be fun. <laughs> I kind of kept it a little clean this week. Okay, you know? okay, okay. We're going to get into it. Okay, so here's a couple. Um, So how it usually works is I'll give you two, to, you know, options. You pick either this or that. So here we go. Gas or electric? Gas. All right. Movie or book? Ooh, uh... I like books, but I'm not going to read a whole book. Like I just, I read a book like it's a Bible. I'll pick it up. I'm gonna say book. I'll okay. Say book. <laughs> he more like an audio book type dude, probably. So just when listen. it comes to movies, comedy or action? Action. Action. Okay. T-shirt or button up? Button up. <laughs> All right. Boxers or briefs? Oh, oh, boxer briefs. All right. So date night or in or go out? In. Okay, okay. Single or taken? Single. <laughs> Single. Okay, okay. Single like a Pringle. Y'all heard uh, that Ron Pascar on Instagram. Hey, what did he say? He out here. Hey. <laughs> Lingerie or t shirt and panties? Mmm. 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 <laughs> Y'all should see it's all uh, smiles in both, here. Both, um, both, both, okay. um, just so bring it. Just, just, on the hey, just bring it. Just bring, bring it. Surprise me, okay? <laughs> Heels or bare feet? Heels. Okay, okay. Yeah. Spicy, Why not? Spice it up. All right. I think, should we have said parental advisory? Because <laughs> 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 you know, the last time we didn't say that, I was like, damn, I forgot oh, to say that. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. It didn't get too bad. It could have got a little, no. you know. Hey, we, we grown. You know, yeah, we, we are. We are. We, yeah. are. we keep it grown and sexy, but clean That's sometimes. That's what's up. That's we it. didn't say it was a family show, so there's that. <laughs> All right, well, shout out to Mr. Rob Pascal for stopping through. We greatly appreciate you, sir. Make sure y'all tap into him on all social media platforms, at Rob Pascal. Google him, as he said. And, hey, if you're trying to get a home out here in the market, make sure you hit up Mr. Rob Pascal because he already said he got, you know, he got clout. So he can get you some good deals on some houses out here, you know? Hey. And, and hopefully everybody took notes because this is definitely, you know, a critical time people are trying to recover from the situation i've talked to a lot of people who have been trying to get home so if you're watching please make sure y'all took notes because this is the man that definitely drops the knowledge on y'all all right most definitely most definitely. appreciate y'all thank you yes Thank yes you. all right now we got miss shay renee she got our love advice 
corner again this week. She's out here giving us some advice. Last week, she talked to us about setting boundaries, right? Yes. This week, what you talking about? This week, we're talking about toxic relationships. So seeing that we're directing this month's show towards the youth, I wanted to get into those, you know, our young Wait, people. are we? With that? With that? Well, <laughs> so that, are we? I don't know. We, over, we all over the place. <laughs> So I wanted to kind of talk about, you know, we have our young people just starting to date. They're, you know, venturing out in relationships. So this week I wanted to talk about the five signs you're in a toxic relationship. Okay. One being extremely jealous. Um, somebody who's very overbearing and protective, controlling behavior, dictates where you go, what you do, who you with or who you talk to. Um, someone who expresses signs of lack of trust. Always, you know, making accusations or questioning you. Number four would be isolation from friends or family. That's a real big one. Yes. Um, a lot of people don't realize that's a, a way of controlling you. So, And then number five, I have use of intimidation, you know, as a way to get what they want by trying to make you feel guilty about the things you're doing. Um, and lastly, physical abuse is not okay. If you see something, say something. If you have a friend, family member, or even if it's somebody you're just passing by that's in an abusive relationship, speak up. So, um, domestic violence hotline number is 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. So, you know, if you have something you're going through, you need somebody to talk to, make sure you reach out. Absolutely. I'm so glad you said that because we've had so many so much youth, going on. Yes, it, yes, so much going on and we've had so many young people who have lost their lives due to domestic violence and everything and it starts young, you know. Um, yeah, it starts really young with the basic things and it just progresses and, pro and progresses even more. So I'm so glad you hit on that today. I hope y'all, you know, use that hotline number if you are going through something. Um, but please, yes, abuse is not love at all. And so shout out to you, Ms. Shea Renee, for hitting on that Recognize this those red flags. Please do. Red flag, red flag, red flag. All right. All right. Well, as y'all know, this is this is my favorite Friday of the month because it's Fuck Your Feelings <laughs> Friday. What you got for it? Well, so, you know, at the end of every month, we love to just, we just love to let it go because sometimes it'd be a lot built up. And this month was tough because it was 31 days, okay? So it wasn't like last month. We just had 28, but this is 31. So I know there's a lot of shit going on, all right? But I do actually have a couple fuck your feeling comments that I got. All right. All right. So, <laughs> and remember, these are anonymous, all right? So, um, fuck these parents' feelings who think their kids are angels and their child is the little boy from the omen. Oh, okay. Fuck your feelings. <laughs> um... Fuck all the men that get the girl's number and then start calling me baby out the gate. Then get upset when I ghost you. Shoot, you done baby me out. What you mean? <laughs> Fuck your feelings. <laughs> Do you call on your child that much? Huh? That's what I really want to know. You said what? Do you call on your child that much? Facts. Big facts. Probably not. You know they don't. Unless it's, well, Easter coming up, so they might, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> get them little Easter bass that they didn't got from the dollar, dollar plus stuff. You know? All right. All right. Seasonal and parents. <laughs> and the last uh, fuck your feelings comment we got is, yep, fuck them females that want to hang with bitches they don't even fucking like. Y'all weird. Fuck your feelings. Okay. That's Ooh. a good one. That's a good one. Somebody was mad. I mean, it's facts, but they, hey, they was mad though. So it takes too much energy to hang around people I don't like. So I'm not gonna do it. Absolutely. Usually, if I'm around a person that I don't like, I usually just like get quiet, and I just because I know me and my brain has no filters. So I've been doing real good. Shout out to that therapy that's been working. Uh, okay. I go to therapy so I can deal with people who don't go to therapy. So I just try to make sure that I just, you know, I just get real quiet, or I just don't fuck with you. 
But sometimes it's hard though because sometimes your friend may be hanging out with somebody that you don't necessarily fuck with though. Oh, so do you so stop? True. So do you stop being friends with that friend? Then? No, I, think, I just yeah. I'm one of them type of people where I will. Who all gonna be there? Yeah. So I don't show up if you know it's that because like I said I'm not gonna waste my energy trying to pretend like mm-hmm. I like somebody that I don't. But what if it's somewhere you really want to go? Like what if they at City Hall? I'm not gonna turn down a City Hall Margarita. I'm gonna sit at the bar in the corner. Oh, I didn't know y'all was here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. I like that. I- that's what's up. <laughs> All right. Well, on our next show, which is April 8th, we have um, counselor and mental health specialist Jasmine Pope. She's going to be on the show to talk about everything mental health. We've been hitting a lot of heavy topics with domestic violence and black home ownership. It is definitely time for us to talk about black mental health. So she will be here on April 8th to stop by and talk to us about that. So make sure you tap in. I'll be back with my tips with T. We took a little break because I hit you back to back. And so I decided to take a little break. But I'll be back with the tips with T. And of course, Miss Shay will be back with her love advice corner and you know we'll be back with some more mud talk so you know you know how we do but again mud talk is the only podcast that brings you latest in music news and fashion from the 419 the only podcast that brings you the heavy hitters like mr rob pasca for the 419 and the only show that keeps your ears to the streets while you grinding the 419 all right y'all peace we'll see y'all on the 8th Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for coming through. I know you didn't feel your best. You better know. You always feel better now. So now it's time for drinks. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was good stuff. Y'all got a good thing going on here. Thank you. Thank you.